0: da 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 disney time podcast
1: hello everybody and welcome to the disney time podcast i'm your host micah and joining me today is my co-host rissa hello how's it going today rissa
0: doing pretty good.
1: All right so on today's episode we're going to be covering the foodie guide to a touch of Disney at Disney California Adventure Park and this is opening March 18. So are you excited for this?
0: Yeah I am. Um, Getting tickets was a, a bit stressful but before we talk about that did you see the announcement like just in general that April 1st Theme parks in California are gonna be allowed to open.
1: I did see that. I saw the article I saw starting with uh the OC, Orange County Register, and they were like, Oh yeah, Disneyland and Universal are going to be allowed to reopen starting April first. And I said, Well, are they going to though? You know? Yeah.
0: <laughs> so I, I was like theorizing with my my park friends and uh, Nelson saying that Disney is probably gonna wait a little bit at least until after this event uh the touch of Disney because they still need to retrain all of their employees with with all of the health and safety protocols as well as recalling them you know they they had a lot of layoffs they had a lot of people on furlough so it's gonna take a little bit
1: yeah they definitely even had a lot of people who had to they were like forced to leave Disneyland mm-hmm. and find other jobs because you know Disneyland was closed it's been closed for so long so
0: right but it at least it's a light at the end of the tunnel and um, a lot of cast members can look forward to that phone call that they should get soon.
1: Yeah, it's like I hear that, you know, they'll have priority in rehiring the people that they laid off first and Mm -hmm. then it allows them to say, okay, uh, do you want your old job back or do you want to come back and let them, you know, get some sort of semblance of Disney (laughs) back in their lives?
0: Right. I'm really excited to see it happen, but hopefully they can still manage to keep the COVID numbers down because I don't want to start back at square one?
1: Well, I I did see some of the guidelines and it's like, while they're in this red tier, it's 15% max capacity. So that's, you know, that's keeping it lower than, you know, what we've seen before with the full capacities, you know?
0: Have you done the math?
1: on on the total number of like what 15% is yeah. I I have not have you
0: Yeah I did Disneyland uh, OC is is estimating that Disneyland's capacity is about 85,000 and DCA is about 50,000 so if you do the math that 15% of that works out to about 12,000 give or take in Disneyland and about 7,000 or so in California venture. Wow, even that less? would be a,
1: that would look like an empty park, right? Well, that that would be good though. You know, you have plenty of physical distancing and time to clean between you know riders and all this stuff and.
0: It'll be good. Distance
1: on the rides, yeah.
0: But at those numbers, it's. I'm kind of wondering if Disney will see it as beneficial to really reopen because of operating costs.
1: Oh, like it would cost way too much to just open it than to wait until they can open at higher capacity.
0: Right. Because unlike Florida, where they have four parks, this is only two parks and we don't even know if they'll allow park hopping, how it's going to look and all that. So I'm kind of waiting for the official announcement from Disney.
1: Yeah, because that you know once they said oh yeah April 1st they probably were working on a an announcement that like an official announcement to say okay this is what we're gonna be planning on doing or something like that right right yeah so the first thing that they did announce though is this a touch of Disney at Disney California Adventure Park so it's it's kind of like a I don't know festival I I, I don't know how to put it but it's it's like, like a, food a food only fest. yeah
0: like a food only festival if you were to look at Epcot and just remove all of the rides
1: yeah like whenever they do a, a one of the festivals, Flower and Garden or, you know, the arts or food and wine. It's going to be kind of like that, right?
0: Yeah, it kind of reminds me of the food and wine festival, the California food and wine festival for DCA. But a lot of their booths are missing and they're bringing a lot of food over from Disneyland and from Disneyland Hotel over uh, to DCA.
1: So that's why it's just a touch of Disney, right? so it's like uh, they touch all parts of Disneyland Resort that everybody's been missing, I guess the food.
0: <laughs> yeah, the the actual ticketing was kind of, I don't know, it was super stressful, mainly because they didn't really announce anything, like the time and all that. They only gave us a date, so we were left questioning and, and scouring the internet for any basically time that we could log on and, and get in a queue.
1: Yeah, that that system was just, I didn't like it at all. I I know you you got all of your cues to pop, but for me, I didn't get any of them to pop. So which is why it was clutch that you gave me one of your cues. Yeah, (laughs) the
0: the unfortunate thing was there was this promise to the legacy pass holders that we would get first notification. So we were like waiting for our emails, but nothing came. So we kind of just like, we, we guessed at midnight, nothing happened. And then all through the morning, I just kept refreshing the page. I was like spamming F5 waiting for it to show up. I didn't anticipate the button to show up at the bottom of the page, but it did. uh, And I ended up clicking it and getting into the waiting room, which assigned me a QID. So I did that on like four different browsers.
1: Yeah, I did the same thing as you. I was was like, I know it's going to be sometime today. I checked at midnight and I said, nope, it's not here. So
0: I assumed sometime
1: (laughs) in the morning. Yeah, I assumed sometime in the morning. So I was up all morning and I was looking at it and refreshing just like you. Then I I saw the button like you and then I, I clicked in. The difference is you yours got to a point where it was below over an hour. And mine was stuck on over an hour. All, all of my cues. I had four yeah. open like you. <laughs> for,
0: for some people, it started with over an hour. And then all of a sudden, it was like five minutes. Oh, you're in. But that first kick... It was it people got stuck at the checkout page and it errored out so it was kind of fortunate that we didn't get in because some, some of those people actually lost their cues if they left the cart page.
1: Oh because of the error out and mm-hmm. then they had, they just left and said oh we have to try again or something.
0: Mhm. But some people they did just stay on that page. And then once the queue came back up and they fixed the the error, they were able to just check out right away.
1: Which is good. And now there's nothing available. If you were to go to the Touch of Disney page and try to click in the queue, it says the queue is closed.
0: Right. So for now, at least, they had the announcement saying that it was going to be, tickets were going to be released on a rolling basis. So I don't know how long this is actually going to go on. They didn't announce an end date. So if you are interested in attending a Touch of Disney, because we don't know when the parks are actually going to open, they still have to go through all their training. And like we like we mentioned, they might extend it past the what, what did they extend it to April nineteenth, I think.
1: Yeah, it was like April nineteenth. So yeah, originally so. it was it was not. It was like the, the first week of April they were going to end it.
0: Right, April fifth, I believe. Right. So if they don't have the parks opening until summer, they I, I, they probably will extend this, and there will be uh, another rolling ticketing.
1: And hopefully, it isn't as uh,
0: hectic. As Nerve
1: wracking, <laughs> nerve wracking as this one was. <laughs> yeah, you
0: would think that after all of these different events that they have, that they would figure out their servers.
1: I guess so. Uh- we were just too hopeful that they would have figured it out. <laughs> it, it, I was having
0: like serious flashbacks to like SDCC tickets and D twenty three panels, yeah. <laughs> because apparently that hack that that people exploited, where once your queue popped, if you hit if you, once you checked out, if you refresh it, it kicks you back to the to the same page. You can right. still utilize it as long as you're still within your ten minute window. Wow. Yeah. So if I had known that, I wouldn't have had to wait for two queues to pop, and I would have. Have had another queue to give away.
1: Right. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. That's yeah. That's crazy that it still worked like that. I
0: know. I thought they patched it, so I didn't even want to try because I was paranoid and I was waiting for my email. So I stayed on that page. I I like printed the confirmation to PDF and then I still stayed on that page waiting.
1: Yeah. I did the same thing as you because I was scared that you know if I left or tried to refresh, it's gonna go away or like it won't send me the email or something. You know. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. I played by the rules too much apparently.
1: Yeah. Yeah. One of these days, you just have to go and. Uh, and say, forget about it and try it, you know? Well,
0: you know the crazy thing about the cues that pop for me, I was ignoring the auto refresh because the refresh rate of those is about every 20 to 30 seconds. So I specifically opened a cue just so that I could F5.
1: Okay, okay.
0: So the other ones I let auto and then one, I was just, F5 ing, and that's the one that popped first.
1: You know, like I, I was scared to do that because there have been some like websites that they put in a uh, a bot blocker yeah. where if you refresh too quickly, they'll they'll IP ban you. Oh. So it like that happened to me uh, before on Newegg, and it's happened to me also on uh, like the Pokemon Center. Mm-hmm. So, and I wasn't even spamming F5, and Pokemon Center banned me IP ban. I was like, really? Wow. <laughs> yeah. So that's, yeah, that's why I was scared to even try like doing the F spamming F5. <laughs> yeah
0: one of them was on my phone or two of them were on my phone. So,
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. So you would have just been okay with that also. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I had contingencies well, <laughs> on contingencies. <laughs>
1: you came prepared, which is good for, it's especially for this. It's all
0: uh, heartbreak that I've had to deal with for SDCC.
1: And so now you're not heartbroken. You got, you got your, your times that you wanted, your date or your dates that you wanted. Yep. And uh, we're ready for this.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll be down on March 19th and 20th. So if you happen to be in DCA at the time and, and you see the the infamous backpack feel free to say hi six feet apart and i'll wave at you
1: <laughs> there we go disney time podcast logo look for that backpack you got it <laughs> and I'll, I'll be down there on the 25th so thanks to your uh epic cues <laughs> i was able to get the 25th so
0: yeah you would think with all of this luck that i have I, I could finally win a lottery ticket but uh no such luck
1: yeah yeah that's true all right so you ready to hop into this foodie guide yeah for a touch of disney so this one is a really big one. So we're just going to like touch on things that we uh want to want to do or like want to try because there's just they're just bringing all the food in here, right? Yeah, they really are. So uh, for your for your group, are you guys mostly planning to do the booths or are you guys going to be trying to do like a Carthy and uh or Lamplight Lounge type sit down thing?
0: We're trying to get so it's going to be madness again. We're going to try to get reservations on the 19th and the 20th, hopefully one day each for Lamplight and
1: one for Carthay. So I, I actually went, <laughs> I, I went on the reservation site and I was like, oh, maybe I could try to get one. And I was like looking at Carthay and it said, none available. So I don't know if they didn't open it yet. They haven't or opened just... it yet.
0: March eleven.
1: Okay, so it's gonna start March eleven when they start those reservations. Yes. Okay, well then there we go. All right, so yeah, so March eleven. Oh yeah, it says it right here on the thing. Beginning March eleven, table reservations for Lamplight and Carthay alfresco fresco will be made available. So I, I those look like they have a lot of things for their alfresco fresco outdoor it's gonna be like outdoor dining right for these guys yeah those, uh, it's not two. the
0: full menu but you know it's still it still should be good small plates and whatnot
1: I, I guess they they want to keep it moving or something you know uh, yeah. get enough people to sit sit down and leave sit yeah down and leave.
0: especially since their patios aren't as big I mean lamplight is built for it but they're they're missing a lot of seating like indoors you know
1: right because they can't uh they can't space enough and they they're just it's not open enough
0: <laughs> right
1: so uh so anything you got you guys are looking forward to on you know, to, when you do those, or hopefully if you get reservations for those too, anything that stuck out to you for these small dishes?
0: Oh, yeah. The baked base scallop with creamy potato chowder, that is like at the top of my list. At Carthy. Yeah, at Carthay. The ceviche sounded really good too. It's a Kona Kampachi. Mm. Um, wow. There's the lemon crusted fish of the day with the baby green beans and lemon caper vinaigrette. And then especially the Colorado lamb. I love lamb.
1: Yeah. That's one of that's one of the ones you really like, huh? Lamb.
0: Yeah. The the desserts aren't really speaking to me, but hopefully they are still serving their typical bar drinks so I can, you know, get my mojito.
1: I do like a good mojito. <laughs> yeah.
0: Carthay's mojitos are on point.
1: Definitely. So with Lamplight any anything stick out? They look like, you know, bar food yeah, or it's the typical, you could get upstairs? <laughs> yeah, the
0: typical Lamplight uh lounge menu, so probably get some lobster nachos. The beef sliders are pretty good there, but there's another beef slider that I have my eye on the Angus one on the Doodle moo. Okay. Okay. The unfortunate thing about this, um, touch of Disney is I didn't see a lot of vegetarian options. Um, I mean, it's not unfortunate for me because I'm not vegetarian or vegan. Um, uh, but for those that are, it seems like they're just variations on the impossible burger.
1: Oh, uh, all of their, uh, vegetarian slash vegan options. Yeah. The- it,
0: it's not very, um, comprehensive. Diverse. Yeah. It, it's, it's, <laughs> (laughs) It's kind of surprising considering last food and wine festival that I caught the tail end of before, you know, the badness. It was a lot of vegetarian options. So maybe, you know, they're trying to cater to the non-vegetarians this time. I don't know. But it's California.
1: Uh, So Um, maybe maybe it just takes too much to source, you know, the the things for veg to make the vegetable dishes. Maybe. And they're they're just unable to, or they like those are the, the options that don't sell as well to typically uh when they have a full park so they will just cater to the the ones that they, that sell a lot you know so they that's can just make the most that's probably
0: it they're weighing what's cheap to make but also what sells the most it's kind of like exactly. that video game what was it it's not roller coaster tycoon but the one that you manage a theme park oh
1: okay Do you remember I, I don't that? remember i just i just remember roller coaster tycoon <laughs> there, there
0: was a there was a newer one that i played with where you're basically like a theme park manager and you build everything and then you can actually Ride your rides and stuff So it was probably like a, a An updated version of it
1: Okay, okay So then it's just like Then you have to figure What type of food to sell Because Right You know It makes you the most money Versus mm-hmm. what people like the most And all that, right?
0: Yeah So that's why on this list You kind of see Typical theme park stuff You know There's not a lot of departure And it's unfortunate When you look at the churro selection
1: They bring the Popular churros, right? Like the standard churro Obviously Because it's the cheapest to make And they mm-hmm. sell the most of those Yeah
0: They have the fluffernutter They have an horchata one that I'm probably going to get. They have the, the milk and cookies, but it's not the Good one.
1: Oh, okay. Okay.
0: Yeah, it's not the Santa's milk and cookies. The one that, man, that dipping sauce was so good. This one is like a cookie, kind of like an Oreo cookie dipping sauce.
1: Okay. Yeah. Interesting. It's super interesting. <laughs> yeah. Like what they decide to choose because they've come up with some very interesting takes on a lot of their typical food items and it's interesting to see which ones they bring, they're they going to bring to this Touch of Disney.
0: <laughs> yeah. They brought quite a bit of Bengal barbecue over to DCA, which I'm super hyped for.
1: So where, where is it going to be at, the Bengal barbecue items? Because I kind of want to hit that up, too.
0: Interestingly enough, it's going to be at Pacific Wharf at Casino Cucamonga.
1: What? Yeah. That sounds like the Mexican place. What it is they- the Mexican place.
0: <laughs> so they awesome. are going to have some Torta de Papa street tacos, which is their plant-based one uh, at Casino Cucamonga. They're gonna mm-hmm. have a uh, Asian style beef barbacoa street tacos. So it's like braised beef taco. Oh, there. I see it. Okay. And then they have a bunch of the Bengal barbecue skewers.
1: The skewers, yeah, definitely. Those are the. I, I'm gonna get those.
0: <laughs> are you gonna try the brand new jalapeno bacon peanut brittle?
1: I don't think so. No. I don't really like jalapenos too much with with you know peanut brittle. <laughs> Spicy, salty, and sweet. You got all your flavors right.
0: <laughs> You're just missing the umami. They should have added a bit of. The seaweed in there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I, I did see that they they enabled mobile ordering for a, a lot of these booths. Yes. And it's not just your your restaurants that get the mobile ordering now. It's like even the, the smaller booths get it.
0: Yeah. I'm kind of interested with how they're going to manage giving everybody a twenty five dollar gift card. Like if that's going to be when you scan your ticket at the gate or how it's going to work. Like if it's your actual ticket, you know?
1: Yeah. Does it get loaded onto your ticket or do you load it onto your app? Like how would that work if you're trying to mobile order, right?
0: Yeah. I don't know. Like, hopefully it talks to mobile order, these Touch of Disney gift cards.
1: I hope so. I hope it's something like, oh, yeah, here's a redeemable code or something, and then you can just input it in and you get your gift card onto your your app. <laughs>
0: yeah. Or at the least, uh, you can use it at like one of the sit-down restaurants.
1: Oh, right. Yeah. That way it's like, here, take $25 off the bill or something.
0: <laughs> right. But based on the terms and conditions, it was saying that it's limited. So you have to look for the sign that says that you can use your Touch of Disney card there.
1: Uh, I I feel like it's gonna be, you know, like your, your typical things like your sip and saver pass, right? Yeah. Limited. With the yeah. with the
0: booths, but you can't use it, you know, at like a cart for a churro on, cart. Or
1: alcohol. Yeah. Or, or well alcohol, no, it yeah.
0: you can you you already can't use it on alcohol.
1: Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's true.
0: Yeah. And no merch. It's just for food.
1: But hey, at, at least they're giving us something, you know, instead of just saying, No, it's seventy five dollars to get in and you don't get parking and you don't get this $25 to use on food, right?
0: Yeah. So if you look at the price of the actual ticket, parking is like, what, $22 now? Uh, 25 $25. And then you're yep. getting a $25 gift card. So really, entrance, if you take as many cars as you want... <laughs> For each ticket that you have, if you take a car, then you're only paying $25 for entrance.
1: Right, exactly. So, you know, if you if you look at it holistically, you know, there you go. <laughs> you're, you're pretty much only spending $25 to get in because you pays for your parking, pays for $25 worth of food.
0: Yeah, so I think most people that will see the most money out of it are people that are, you know, um, single and just go by themselves because then they get their ticket. At full value, they get to park. You know, if you go with a group, then you're carpooling.
1: Oh yeah, so you don't you don't get the car part for everybody right. that's going.
0: How do you feel paying that the price with um with your son being so young like full price?
1: So I was thinking, why didn't they give a child rate? Right. Right. Because he's he's between the age of normally for a child ticket it's like three and ten. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the ages. So I was like, why didn't they do a child rate? Because he's not going to eat as much. Right. And then he's not gonna he doesn't obviously he doesn't have a car. Right. So where where's the seventy five dollars worth? I don't know. I I paid it, but it's it is what it is. <laughs> Did you feel like
0: it was a rip off or? You're no, gonna because we're, we're
1: going to use the 25, right? That right. comes with his ticket. So it's going to go to whoever's in our group or, you know, we get to share share it or whatever. We get an extra 25. But the parking thing, it's okay. It, it doesn't matter that much. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I just kind of wish that they did allow a child ticket because it's kind of a waste. Like right, you're saying, exactly. like kids don't eat as much food.
1: Yeah, they won't get the money's worth from a kid. Right. Unless you're buying a lot of popcorn and candy, which they are gonna sell a lot of that. Yeah, so. they
0: will, but it's like pennies compared to you know
1: the actual the food actual thing worth and, money. Yeah, and
0: the the fact that a lot of adults are gonna buy alcohol.
1: That is true. Yeah. That's that's where their money is going to come, you know, like it's going to be worth the ticket with right. all that alcohol that they're buying. Yeah. But I mean, you know, the, get that $25 to use on some food. So I don't mind that. <laughs>
0: yeah. As long as you don't mind it. <laughs> I,
1: yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't mind paying it just because, you know, it, it gives us a chance to go and and, ex- and have an experience where we, we didn't actually get to do anything last year. Right. Yeah. You know, we're cooped yeah, up it's, the whole year. Right? It's
0: so like blatantly obvious to Disney right now that they have us buy our wallets. And it's exactly. unfortunate because it gives them free liberty to basically manipulate the membership that's going to come up probably in, by 2022 that's going to replace the annual pass program. They know that the demand is so high. You have this full market of Disney adults and Disney adults that have children now that have been cooped up and have been wanting to go to Disney for so long that they can manipulate the membership as much as they want.
1: Yeah, it's it's kind of like, you know, they, they know what they've got. They know the product. They know the service that they're, giving and so they're going to change it up and price it accordingly.
0: (laughs) It makes me hesitate a little to To want to get a membership just because I want to explore the international parks a bit too, but then there's that part of me that's like, what if they increase the price even more? I want to be locked in with a, a good deal, you know. I already lost my grandfathered pass, so it's that FOMO.
1: <laughs> so, what do you think of this legacy pass holder thing? You think it's just a gimmick? Oh yeah. And are you going to get a magnet when you go?
0: Oh, I'm definitely going to get a magnet. It's the least they can do for me, right? Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> what do you, What do you think of the look of the magnet? It kind of they kind of went. This Disney World on us, right?
0: Uh, it is what it is. It's it's uh it's a token.
1: Yeah, yeah, memento.
0: It's a memento <laughs> of the memories. It, it's sadness that they did what they did, but it's a business decision, and I understand it. And they, like I'm saying, they understand what they have and that the fact that they can continually raise prices and people are still going to buy into it.
1: Supply and demand, right? Supply right. and demand.
0: They're just going to keep pushing the limits.
1: So do, do you, uh, what what do you think about you? Does it? Does it feel like they're just becoming big corporate, you know, like HQ now and they're not really uh, thinking about the people themselves becoming that's where that's where it's headed it looks like it i feel like
0: they've already been
1: oh yeah yeah well i don't know if we should blame them being public or but i don't know
0: it's it's always been this way i think the the golden years really were when walt was alive Um,
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, obviously we weren't alive during that time. But when we were growing up and we talked about growing up Disney, we haven't reached the parks part yet. But it's always been this way that they're a business in America. So they're going to try to capitalize as much as they can um, during a time. When they're seeing drop off on things, they're trying to recoup money and the money isn't a merchandise. So like that's why you saw that overhaul over in Star Wars trading post that they finally utilized the Rainforest Cafe. And there's such a big demand for Star Wars right now because of the Mandalorian. Um, and we're seeing crazy wait times there.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. So, are you actually going to try to go to Downtown Disney and go to that trading post over there?
0: Probably not, just because of the madness, but I might walk Downtown Disney a bit.
1: Yeah, it, it seems like a doable, you know, just walk around. Yeah. So, at Touch of Disney, are there any booths that, you know, you're going to really make it a point to to hit up?
0: So, before we go to the booths, I'm actually surprised that Smoke Jumpers Grill, um the the place we labeled as garbage grill in uh, <laughs> in DCA because they have this brand new brisket mac and cheese and the half Monte Cristo sandwich that's from Blue Bayou. So they have quite a bit. Oh, they also have the Petite Impossible Burger and it's supposedly brand new as well.
1: So, do you think they're just bringing it here just because uh, they know it's just a space they can occupy? Do you think that's what it is?
0: I think so. I also think that they're trying to get people to go to that area go into now. That. Yeah. It's it's also a large area, like right next to Buena Vista Street, so they can have outdoor seating, you know. They could probably get more area around the Grizzly Peak, like since uh, Soarin' isn't open, they could probably set up tables over there too.
1: That's true, and it's right next to Smoke Jumpers, so right. it, it gives a, a location for people to sit and eat. Mm-hmm. Okay,
0: and then right next door to that is the Grizzly Peak Churro Cart by the Redwood Creek Trail. That's where I'm going to get my horchata churro.
1: Wow, yeah, I, I see that there. That sounds that sounds like a good one. Yeah, I don't know, I, I don't know. There's so many things to try. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I, I might I might just have to get a Monte Cristo because I, I love the, the Disneyland Monte Cristo.
0: Yeah, and the fact that it's a half size should make it more manageable because eating that full. Monte Cristo you just feel like you're weighed down the whole yeah, day so heavy so yeah. heavy the the sad thing that that they didn't bring over was the beignets and the mint julep.
1: Oh, I wish. I wish they did. Well, I mean, it's still there's still a lot of options, so.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And if we move over to, like, uh, Cars Land, the thing that surprised me was at the Chili Cone Queso booth. They have Mm -hmm. these two beverages. I'm not sure if they always serve it, but there's one vodka and vodka and lemonade and then there's a vodka and pomegranate lemonade. Do they always serve alcohol there?
1: No, I don't think they do. I see which one you're talking about. It's at the Cozy Cone Motel, right?
0: Yeah, at the Chili Cone
1: yeah, yeah. They they don't normally have alcoholic beverages there. So that's, they usually do the non-alcoholics. Right. So that's why I was, I'm surprised that I see that there too. Vodka and lemonade and vodka and pomegranate and limeade. That sounds like something to get. <laughs> yeah,
0: I might try it just because like vodka is my go-to liquor. And I
1: wonder if they'll put it in the cone, like sipper cup.
0: <laughs> that would be a lot of alcohol.
1: It looks like they do have a, a root beer float. Well, yeah, root beer float souvenir glass available. And they also have a piston cup sipper and a cruise cruiser mirror is sip straw and clip, but that's probably for their non alcoholic. That's yeah. normally what they do.
0: Yeah. Are you gonna get one of those for, for Zane?
1: Uh or he's done possibly. with his
0: cars phase. He
1: he still likes cars, but it's not not I mean, as intensely. He, lo- he he does love Carsland though. Yeah. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I think we all love Carsland. Yeah. it's.
0: <laughs> it's amazing
1: yeah so yeah that, uh, just you know looking at what's available it just looks like there's stuff that we can get <laughs>
0: yeah yeah the the thing that i i'm sad about is that they didn't list avengers campus here so i want to at least be able to peek in there but i don't know if they're gonna let us
1: yeah that's what i'm wondering too like will they let us just maybe you know have a seating area where we can sit down and stuff or you know i don't really mind that they're not putting any food there yeah but just being able to peek in and take a look at the progress it would be really cool it
0: it would be cool, but I feel like they might have started closing it off because they're trying to gear up for their opening.
1: Oh, so they're, they're ramping up to finish it off and, and open it up probably when the parks reopen, right?
0: Yeah, probably. I, I'm not sure if they're still going to do the phased opening or if they're just going to do a full blown. Part of me thinks that they're going to do a phase still because they want to get as many people to go, you know, the fury, flurry of uh, excitement.
1: Right. Yeah, that's that's definitely going to happen. <laughs> yeah. All right. So and other well, I know there's Sonoma Terrace was also listed on here, but they've got their standard like pretzel and right. mini meatball sub. I know you guys usually hit that up for beers. We Would usually you be doing that.
0: We usually hit up that place for seating. If oh, our seating that's right. Yeah, yeah, if our typical beer garden in the back is taken.
1: Are they doing the beer garden again uh, for this?
0: I don't think they're doing a beer garden, but there's a lot of tables out there and because like it's, you know, out in the middle of nowhere, we should be able to get a table, I think.
1: So they have the they have the California Craft Brews listed mm-hmm. with mobile order. So, are they doing mobile order with alcohol or is it still just the food items that you can mobile order?
0: Uh, I've mobile ordered alcohol before
1: okay okay
0: you just have to flash your id and the mobile order confirmation
1: oh that's cool yeah all right so yeah so now i guess we get to the booths because you know not too many it doesn't seem like there's too many restaurants that are gonna have like their full full full-on menus right
0: yeah i'm kind of interested to see if they set these up in their typical marketplace area or if they're gonna have la style over by um hollywood land you
1: know, oh, so it's more like LA, <laughs> yeah.
0: But that area is already gonna have things, so hopefully, this is on the typical uh route for their market,
1: yeah. Like LA style, where it usually is by they put it by the wharf, right? Isn't, oh, no, it's over by where is that usually?
0: Um, it's typically just along that area across from Sonoma Terrace and you know, that, oh, right, that right. walkway by the water, yeah. So that's usually why we eat over in the back of the what is it called now, Paradise Gardens,
1: Paradise Gardens, yeah, yeah,
0: because it's, it's right by all of of the boots,
1: yeah, that's that's the closest walk, is by that, by yeah, that area. it's either yeah.
0: Sonoma or over there that we go to
1: one end or the other, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so so LA style, I'm definitely gonna get that. Pork belly bon me.
1: That's that's one I really like. that yeah. Pork belly bon me. That's a, like a repeat.
0: Mhm. That's usually during food and wine, I believe.
1: Yeah. Or yeah. I think I think I've seen a bon me during the uh, lunar lunar New Year. Yeah. It's
0: not the pork belly though. I don't think. But yeah,
1: it's not the po- pork belly. But this one's a good one. This mm-hmm. pork belly one.
0: Yeah, it's really good.
1: All right. So any any of the other booths that like you really have to have anything you really have to have from the booth? Uh,
0: just the cluckadoodle noodle moo, the beef tenderloin slider with the trimmy cherry and pickled onions. Oh,
1: I like that one, that's too. my
0: That's my go-to. And then, surprisingly, at Golden Dreams, they have a sweet and spicy chicken wings served with the togarashi aioli that's usually at Trader Sam's Tiki Bar.
1: Oh. I don't think I've ever tried that. Maybe I have Me to neither. try that now.
0: That That's why I, I highlighted that as well, because I'm like, huh, why haven't I tried this at Trader Sam's?
1: I know. Like, I didn't even know they had that. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm a little sad that I didn't see a Dole Whip.
1: Oh, right. I mean, because they have the ability to do that. They have mm-hmm. The uh, adorable snowman cones, right?
0: Yep. They also have uh, the, the smoothie place. Schmoozies? Yeah, that one.
1: I like schmoozies. And I think they, they also have award wieners open too, right? So they're they going to be serving their stuff. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Delish is a brand new booth. I don't remember it ever being I, I've there.
1: heard of it before. I don't remember which festival, but I think it's a more recent one. Hmm. Like, a, like a newer one. But I've, I've heard of that booth for some reason.
0: Maybe it was from last
1: year. Yeah, it might have been from last year, like a like a new one they added last year. Or so, huh. And I only got <laughs> to go
0: to the festival for one day.
1: Right, yeah, exactly. But would you get anything from here? It looks like they have a couple of food items and a couple of beverages.
0: No, none of it really screams to me. I mean, Walt's chili is at Carnation and then it's just a very very Mickey waffle, so it's just any type of, you know, it's just normal oh, yeah. Mickey waffle. So there's nothing really that screams to me.
1: Yeah, it looks like it just looks like Standard stuff, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Are you gonna get that berry mule?
1: I, I do like a mule, but I don't know. i, I may. may <laughs> <laughs> Depends. Depends. I, I don't know if I if I if I feel like drinking. If then, you feel like uh, drinking,
0: uh, that's the one you're gonna. If I feel try? like
1: drinking. Yeah, I'll try that. I usually like mules, so I would try that one.
0: Yeah. So I'm gonna. It'll be interesting to see if there are other restaurants open too, like smoothies and and the other smaller ones. But mm-hmm. we'll we'll see.
1: We'll have to see. Yeah. So, you know, like they'll they, they have their typical, you know, vending carts open and like the poultry palace, which is like, I never eat there. Yep. <laughs> but it's something to try because it's all we can do is eat.
0: Yeah. I mean, my friends were like, great. I i can't go on. I'm going on keto again. And then we're going to go to Disney in two weeks. and." <laughs> it's going to break keto. I'm like, and don't worry about it. It's magic. Well, at least half magic and uh, we'll walk. And he's like, no, we're not walking. We're going to sit. We're going to, we'll lose our table if we walk.
1: That is, that is typically what happens, right? You you get up and then you'll lose your spot. Oh, what?
0: (laughs) Yeah. We'll probably end up taking turns because there's only one way to get food, right? You have to walk.
1: Walk. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, it it seems like it's going to be from 12 to 8 PM. So you got eight hours of just chowing down i don't know yeah eight
0: (laughs) hours of food and shopping
1: and uh unlimited photo pass so yeah everybody should just take advantage of that you know
0: (laughs) yeah Uh, we'll probably end up wearing our childless millennial shirts and uh doing a lot of photo shoots because i think they were saying that there's going to be some unique candid shots
1: Wow, that, yeah. yeah, that sounds like yeah, that sounds like it's gonna be fun. So everybody, enjoy your masks, masked photos while you can, right? Yeah, right. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm. I, I hope that they aren't super strict about the you know sitting down at a table and you have to have food in front of you to eat. Uh, to to have your mask off because we're gonna probably be playing some mini board games and it'll suck to have to have our mask on the whole entire time.
1: Gonna you know, play some sabak.
0: Oh yeah, we're gonna bring sabak and some other games.
1: Nice. But yeah, I, I from what I've heard like especially at, at Disney World like you have to have food in front of you to to get the mask off. You can't just be sitting at the table. Yeah, <laughs> it,
0: I mean that that's a policy at Downtown Disney right now, so they're probably going to extend it to this event as well. Um you have to actively be eating. Or drinking right in order for you to have your mask off
1: that's gonna be interesting to see like i want to take a sip of my drink so i guess you have to be holding it the whole time when you're <laughs>
0: yeah it's kind of the the way that i drink my coffee at work too where i just hold the coffee in my in my hand so i can have my mask off but yeah i mean it, it's part of safety but i'm like fully vaccinated so <laughs> but i can't just like flash my vaccination card and whatever but yeah
1: yeah, because I, I, I've also read that Disney parks, that's their policy. Even if you're fully vaccinated, everybody wears a mask. So.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's no science around you not being able to spread it yet. They're still conducting those studies even after you're vaccinated. So CDC recommendations right now are to continue uh, utilizing all the tools possible. So routine testing, uh, mask, uh, social distancing, so hopefully people still follow that
1: we shall see (laughs) we shall see
0: i mean look at texas alabama and mississippi right or was it missouri i don't know one of them
1: miserable (laughs) yeah well i i do trust disney though because even in florida where they're like the most anti-mask outside of disney they're very strict on the mask rules there so
0: yeah they're cracking down so um hopefully it leads to a drop in numbers more and that they can have a safe reopening because people are clearly pent up uh it's just the food of and it was like utter madness getting tickets.
1: Yeah, they they sold out on the on that same day. So I'm, we're fortunate that you were able to <laughs> <laughs> to snag a bunch of cues. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, things worked out. So hopefully we we have a good time and enjoy the food and, and the company.
1: Exactly. So anything you want to tell our listeners uh, to close?
0: Yeah. um, If you manage to snag some tickets, um, feel free to share your pictures of your food and your time with your friends and family. Um, We'll be doing the same. And uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Even if you weren't able to get any tickets, you can feel free to live vicariously through us. But I hope you're keeping safe and that you continue to have a little bit of Disney in your life.
1: Yeah. So thanks, everybody, for listening. And tuning into this episode. Uh, I know we talked about the foodie guy and we talked about Disneyland. So hopefully you guys do get to keep some Disney in your lives and follow us on our Instagram account at Disney Time Podcast because you know we'll share our experiences when we go to this touch of Disney at, at California Adventure. So thanks for listening. And on behalf of Rissa, I'd like to say, keep your watches, synced to Disney time. See ya. Bye.